Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps, and for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search, focus that fire. And so we come together. Join us. Join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome back for episode 28 of Extra Lore, recorded live on July 8th, 2018, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Our topic for tonight's episode is going to be a look at Star Wars. But first, let's run through a quick introduction of those on the show with us tonight. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 Next up, we have the grizzly bearded cultivator of spinfoil himself, someone who has been lovingly labeled the Tigger of Destiny lore, the one and only Beard Grizzly. <laughs> Beard, how, how are you doing tonight? I nearly got it! Uh, I nearly got through the intro! Yeah, you almost did. Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, it's uh, This is this is going to be a weird one for me tonight, because like, I haven't done too much looking into like newer Star Wars stuff lately, but I'm curious as to like, what's going on. Uh, but yeah, this is gonna be a this is gonna be an interesting one because it's been a while since I've actually talked Star Wars with anybody. Nice, and well, speaking of that, actually, <laughs> of course, for these topics, we always want to make sure we have someone who is well versed in the the lore, especially the current lore, as in case of Star Wars. And so, mm-hmm. I'm happy to welcome back Damo. So, Damo, how's everything going for you tonight? It's going fine. Thanks for having me on. Definitely. And for those of you who might have missed the first few chats we had with you actually on this topic, um, can you give us a quick uh, quick rundown of how you kind of got involved with the Star Wars lore? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I was a big fan of Star Wars from before I had met, but realistically, I remember watching it on TV all the time whenever it came on. And then uh, there was a series of books written by a gentleman named Zahn. Mm-hmm. detailing the adventures of the the true hero of the Star Wars universe, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> and, uh, I really fell in love with those books. Uh, and so that started me off on exploring the other corners of the Star Wars universe beyond them. All right, cool. Well, and... I know we were going to we were going to try to ask a question for everyone this week, but things things got a little bit hectic, which is actually why we we ultimately had to reschedule the episode as well. Um, right. So we don't have a question this week, uh, and we are still waiting for the poll to wrap up to let us know what we're going to be talking about after we get back from Guardian Con, because we will be you know out there later this week. So. 
And, and that being all said, I know we want to get into the discussion. We actually kind of have some pretty cool little tidbits to talk about tonight. So let's run through our standard intro notes, and then we'll jump right into it. In our last Exalore episode, we had a brief introduction to Halo. If you ever miss an episode and would like to catch up, please be sure to check out FocusFireChat.com for archives, articles, and links to the other aspects of Focus Fire Chat. If you don't mind, please rate and, if you can, review the show on iTunes, Podbean, or whichever podcasting app you use to enjoy podcasts. Reviews in particular are extremely helpful as they help us show up on charts and that helps others find the FFC community. To those of you who have already taken the time to leave us a review, thank you. As many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. With the Extra Lore series, we delve into a game series other than Destiny for a full month, giving the group a chance to get a feel for the other games that our community loves to play. As with the normal chat topics, Extra Lore is decided by the community through a monthly poll. After the month's discussion has come to an end, we get together to stream a high-level summary of the chat for those who were unable to participate. Please be sure to also give some support to the other podcasts in the Guardian Radio Network, links of which can be found in our show notes or on our website. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com, where you can find a wide variety of some amazing content covering a number of different titles and mediums. Extra Lore for July is going to be a discussion on the lore of Warframe, so be sure to jump into Discord server and weigh in. Note that next week we are going to be off the air, as the team will be in Florida for Guardian Con 2018. But, let us know by weighing in on the poll this weekend which topic you want to discuss when we get back. Links to that poll can be found on either Twitter, at FocusFireChat, or within our Discord server. With all that out of the way, Damo! Which topic do you think we should chat about tonight in regards to Star Wars? I actually have two subjects. The smugglers and the the sort of underworld elements of Star Wars. Um, okay. And then the second topic I wanted to talk about is uh, the ending of Rebels, which I'm not sure if anybody else here has seen, but had some really interesting elements. Have not, would love to, because I've loved the... Uh... Uh, of all of the Star Wars, I think my most loved has actually been the... Uh, animated stuff like Clone Wars and that has just been yeah. awesome. Rebels is a worthy successor. Um, and it I'll, really I'll try is. To, I'll, yeah, so we can we can talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, the underworld element is a great place to start, considering Solo just landed. Mm-hmm. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think like the funny thing, you know, speaking about Solo, like one of the biggest things that I kind of didn't, I I don't know. I can't remember if this was part of the EU before, you know, obviously the current iteration, but they explain where he gets his name. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought in the EU, there was a, there or the legends, sorry, legends EU. Uh, his name was actually a family name, but in the no, new, yeah. in the new one, it is not. So oh. like that, that tie in has not, is no longer there. Because with the the legends, um, oh, what was it? Legends. The family name of Solo was a uh, like basically royalty in the yeah. Arist- uh, corporate aristocracy. On right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was like the whole thing. And then, but like in Solo the movie, yeah, and Han was the Han was the was, standard run away from home, right? Go right. join the military, brat son, right? And so in Solo the movie, he's a street rat. 
and they basically he doesn't have a last name to give the recruit officer there's like there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that lead up to him getting to the recruit desk but like he needs a last name and so the recruiting officer is like oh you're by yourself so you're going solo and that's you're going to be your last name and that's like that's basically how he gets han solo yep. i was like Interesting. like that's a bit different from what i remember <laughs> Remember from Legends? I was gonna say that's that's actually kind of cool to be honest. I oh yeah, no, I mean I liked it. I liked it, and it also well that, and it also um, you know, Damo and I were kind of have been talking about this a little bit off air, but it also Mm -hmm. severs the connection between Star Wars being all about you know the Skywalker dynasty, the 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 royalty. It it kind of slams it back into you know um, that. I don't want to call them low class, but it, it's, it puts it back into an everyman situation instead right. of like only these heroic echelons. And I thought that was Which a really is a cool big push touch. Disney is making. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. The, the ending of episode eight. I'm going to say the, the big reason I think oh, I like yeah. dark forces was because of that reason, you know, you, Oh uh, yeah. 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 With Kyle. Yep. Cause he was, uh, yes, he was a Jedi or he turned out to be one, but he was still like a, a different kind of Jedi, if you will. He didn't fit. Oh the, no! I mean, the typical... Kyle Katarn is is one of the single greatest Star Wars characters ever made. I, I like ever made. He's so hard to top. Uh, Quinlan Voss is another one I really liked. Mm-hmm. That's another good one. Yeah, I gotta say, if we say, um, I'm Granted... honestly gonna say Asajj Ventress is mm-hmm. one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. I, I think yeah. her character development is probably like one of the best. Uh, the be- the best story driven yeah. elements that they've had out of like most of the like expanded I don't really want to call it expanded but like additional universe stuff I would uh, say I it awesome. ranks she ranks with most of the stuff in the the non expanded universe honestly. oh yeah like that arc was really strong it really was have you have you are you familiar with this character Blue Mm-mm. that's so is, she, well I mean like she's in Rebels right. Is that no? Is she's that, in fin- Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she starts out as Dooku's apprentice, and um, oh, it kind of comes okay. Was originally um, a Jedi apprentice, mm-hmm. and he, he killed her father or her master, and took uh, took her as his apprentice. And she goes through this this massive arc where she like leaves behind the Sith, and then sort of leaves behind her her own dark background, and kind of just naturally falls into anti-heroism mm-hmm. the, the more heroic side of anti-heroism but definitely mm-hmm. and for you know not, not well, the frank castle yeah no. right no like she uh, <laughs> i totally understand that reference that i got that reference <laughs> <laughs> she basically has that position it's a, a a slightly weirder one where starting as dooku's apprentice you think that she's going to carry on but then all of a sudden through, I think it's like season four or five, all of a sudden you get to like her, her origin story and how everything starts to like build up for her. And you're like, this is probably one of the deepest characters that they have in this entire thing. What is going on? It isn't a Jedi. Yeah. Uh, and it, it like really threw me off when I started to like really figure out what was happening with the character. But it was so well done. Like it's so hard to say that it's not well done. So Dave Filani is like is obviously I I mean I haven't met the guy and I haven't talked to him. To me, it seems obvious that he is a huge fan of the extended lore of Star Wars. Yes, the number of things he has done and has tried to do to get it in. I mean, he 
Revan was almost in Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh, was he like, really? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Um, and like he just they they changed it to the last second, I think, because that was when the Bay novel was coming out or something. I don't remember, but um, yeah. So I mean, and like they they theoretically recanonized Coder two. Um, mm-hmm. because in Rebels they go to the planet that's the, yep. like the main central point of Coder 2 and to the temple that you end the game in in Coder 2. <laughs> so like like it's very like he he is a big fan so he has been trying to mm-hmm. do this these things where he you know tells the different tells stories that are different than just the main life. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, you know, like you know, like a Sith becoming a heroic-ish figure. Um, well, a, a Sith going more towards like the the side of the the other portion that's like been cut out of the EU as well, like the Grey Jedi. We haven't seen yeah. much about them, but they're more like the the ones that kind of like wean on the dark a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they they look a little bit corrupted, but yet they're really not. Uh, but like true Grey Jedi are now impossible to find within the. Uh, current lore, of course, like we have to probably wait until they expand on that a little bit more. But I'm yeah, until they feel comfortable they leaving mm-hmm. this timeline, we're not going to see much on that because we won't see much on that yeah. until history. Right. And, like, it's obvious that they very much want to focus on this timeline for the time yeah. being. Yes. Yeah. I think are... I think when some of these like what three or four trilogies that are planned now start mm-hmm. landing, I think that's when we'll start seeing the other stuff open up. Probably, yeah, that'll be where things will change up for us a little bit. So, do you think kind of kind of pulling that back into you know the concept of the underworld too? You know, like shadows shadows of the empire, right? Was a huge expose into the underworld during the original trilogy. You had Mm -hmm. what was the other one? Uh, Tales from Mos Eisley Cantina, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. These are all legends now. These are not current. They were all they were all filling in. Yeah, and I mean, and they and they like, they opened the the world up, you know, especially shadows. Shadows did, I mean, mm. immense amount of work. Regardless I mean, shadows of the, is still one of the biggest media. Oh my gosh, like efforts ever, right? Because it was everywhere. It was comics. It was books. Yeah, the comics were the comics were amazing for Shadow. Everything. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I know. I know some people are not. Oh, the video game was amazing. Yeah, gosh, I I loved. I full disclosure, I love Shadows of the Empire. Just not only because it it portrayed. It was one of the first uh, novels that I read that it was um, that was pretty much solely from the perspective of a you know air quotes bad guy, Um, Mm -hmm. and it also showed the the. rather rickety bridge that Darth Vader was standing on with regards to, you know, how he stood in loyalty with the Empire, uh, which I thought was really an interesting development on his character, especially. But uh, the other thing that I was going to say is, like, regardless of how you feel about, like, the story of Shadows, what it did was it really opened the door to, you know, Black Sun, Black Sun was a mm-hmm. huge thing that it, it taught because, like, I mean, Caesar was, you know, the the leader, is the leader, whatever you want to say, of that that underworld corporation. 
And so I guess my question here is in the new in the new lore and the new EU or the new series, is there an equivalent to Black Sun? Is Black Sun still around or is it There is Black Sun, yes. Uh Rebels okay. canonized Black Sun in Oh the- sh- <laughs> Oh man. Is it just as bad as it was or is it Yeah. Cause, I mean, they oh, were... no, and they were in um no, they were in uh they were recanonized in Clone Wars too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, that's what one of the things Moth, um, what Maul took back over when he was doing yeah. his... Okay, his okay. Because I, the, the, I, I'm just, I'm blanking on the, the uh, crime syndicate that was inside of Solo, I, but I was, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Black Sun. But, like, there's, there's a big play, that's again, you know, not, not a big surprise that Solo gets involved with crime syndicates. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there was, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just not a surprise at all that he got involved with them. But, um, you know, like that, that whole thing I think is also always kind of an intriguing aspect because it, it, again, it, it adds depth, I think, to the Star Wars universe that a Mm -hmm. lot of people might not, you know, necessarily be aware of, but I didn't know if you guys wanted to talk about those any yeah, I mean, I think that the the EU had the the EU or Legends had a lot of um, uh, had a lot of expansion on that. Like the mm-hmm. there was definitely a a lot to tie like smugglers and mm-hmm. the, their sort of freedom loving ways to the rebellion and the good guys all throughout history. Um, in the the Coder series, actually, that I was mentioning, um, in in the the precursor event to the first game. Um, the uh, Mandalorians basically decided they needed to pick the biggest fight they could, so they <laughs> messaged the Jedi Temple, and they're like, well, you want to brawl, bros? And the Jedi were like, nah. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, well, you like this Republic, right? So we're just going to start killing every Republic citizen we can until you show up. And that went on for a long time, and the Republic couldn't do anything because the Mandalorians are you know, very Mandalorians. Very, very <laughs> They're yeah. Mandalorians. I was gonna say. <laughs> and uh, one of the um, one of the early turning points in the war was actually a bunch of smugglers formed a fleet and uh, uh, mm-hmm. ran a blockade and struck from behind and allowed a, a, a republic victory, um, which was the only real republic victory until the, one of the other true heroes of the Star Wars universe, uh, Revan, stepped in and stopped the slaughter. Because was is the Smugglers Alliance canonized, or is um, that no, is that still is that still just in Legends? I think that's still in Legends. Okay. Because we haven't seen. Because I have I didn't the... yeah I I mean admittedly I I, don't think I need to find a way to watch Rebels because it's not on Netflix they just have Clone Wars. Um, yeah. But I but know... it's pretty good. The first season's a little shaky. Yeah, it's a little say. it's a little lighter than the rest of it is what I would say. Yeah, like I it, it's say, fine stuff, but it's just light fare in, in the it, first season. It takes on the aspects of it being a cartoon, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit too heavily. Oh, and so does and Clone then, Wars. That's why I keep yeah, trying. Yeah, I, I just, keep trying to slug my way through Clone Wars, and I have to. I have to take two. season two. Is that the one? Two. Okay. Yeah. The, I I think that goes with like any of the Star Wars animated. It's just like the the first season is always a slog. 
But then after uh, well, you get through that it's... first season, it like really carries well, over. It's just Clone like, Wars, I, it's Clone Wars, yeah, Clone Wars way. was meant originally as like something for a much younger audience, and then I think they realized right. well, realized the audience that was actually paying attention was much older. Yeah. No, well, I actually think cartoon. so. Actually, wait, no, no, I, I'm I'm going to fight this. I actually think that what they wanted to do was do the same thing Harry Potter did, because if you watch the person that grows in that series is Ahsoka. Yep. Right. Oh, I think I think okay. Clone Wars was okay. intended to do exactly that. I think it was intended for the first season to be very light and soft, mm-hmm. so that it, it people can get into it. And then the second season, you know, it grows up a little bit. And then by the I mean by the fourth and fifth, you're definitely in Nietzsche territory. Yep. Because Rebels Rebels doesn't follow Ahsoka though, right? Rebels follows um, the well, smuggler crew. Well, does but isn't well, it mostly isn't it more around uh, the smuggling? It, it is the smuggler crew. Well, no, it's 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 around well. yeah, it's around it's around some people who start the rebellion. <laughs> is what it is. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I'm gonna say it, um, and, it and carries Ahsoka on. Is a big character. Okay, yeah, okay. It, it carries on the ideas of the the rebel alliance as we know them basically uh and mm. then just kind of like changes around with it a little bit but for the most part no <laughs> i love that it, i uh, love that answer well <laughs> yeah I, so i mean say the, the second it, season is 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 more ahsoka season than anybody else's in that show absolutely yeah that um, that's what kind of is why i'm saying that like there is literally a season of this show that is that is ahsoka <laughs> right and like it's ridiculous because even the episodes she's not even she's not even in most of the episodes right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still I mean, mostly about her. <laughs> the other ones are just filler for her, right? They're just setting her up, basically. Because I mean, they do. But I'm going to spoil it a little bit for you, Blue. But they do what everybody's been scared of since Clone Wars landed, which is what happens when Anakin meets Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. oh no! <laughs> no, it they do they do good with it. They they do good with that whole plot line, um, but yeah, that's a question that gets answered. Cool. Well, okay, so going going back into the territory of like smugglers in in the current canon EU, because mm-hmm. um, obviously I'm more familiar with the the legends, uh, I guess legends canon, which is kind of an odd thing to say, but um, the old canon, um, yeah. So, like, I mean, what what is the major... I know we still have the trifecta of Chewie and Solo and Calrissian. Um, we honestly haven't seen that much. Um, Dr. Afora, I think her name is, from the comics, um, mm, is kind of a smuggler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was... Slash archaeologist. She's awesome because... Oh, she's just awesome. Go buy her comic <laughs> books. I'm serious. <laughs> She's she's definitely one of the better Star Wars characters in the the newer canon, and it's funny too because she's basically supposed to be Tai Han. Hmm. Oh, is she um, really? Yeah, well, because uh, also she has a a, a weaponized R two unit and a oh, serial killer <laughs> protocol droid and a psychotic Wookiee. So right. yes, she is she is the anti Han. She is. She does everything for herself. And who was that? Her, I think she, I think her name is Doctor Afora. I can't remember. Hmm. Uh, she propped up first in the Vader comic books. Oh, okay. Uh, she was pretty well loved, so she got her own 
book and ha- it has been going strong Cause... And, and it's cool because it's a dark side comic that's been going strong yeah that is that's a really cool con- that's a really cool what about uh maz because i know maz showed up in uh what Actually, was that i don't know much about her um, so I, I know that she's of... like super old yes yeah and very obviously very familiar with jedi yes right yeah um and then the other ones that i was able and to kind of somehow oh, yeah. resourceful <laughs> enough to, to find Darth Vader's lights or Ed, and, yeah, and Anakin, Luke's and it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sky the the lightsaber that fell down and exhaust shoot yeah right um, the other one that I had well is, we saw it get sucked into something so at least oh that's that true yeah because it did get it did kind of curve at the end uh, yep. Boshek Amiza Fox Train uh, there's a Cornelius Evazen oh man I had hang on I have notes that I hand wrote that I didn't for I forgot to transfer them over. Is I think uh, Cornelius was actually the name of the one from one of the originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Boshek. Boshek is a Force-sensitive human. He's actually yeah. you see him in, really briefly in but the cantina. He, right. He's the one. He's the one that actually introduces Kenobi to Chewbacca. Correct. Um, Which is why they decided he was Force-sensitive. Is that is that why is that literally the <laughs> Because I think that's from like what the I've, only, from what I understood. <laughs> that's like the only appearance of I him. I think he became force sensitive, actually. So this is an interesting thing: is that there used to be a card game made by a company called Decipher, um, and because of the way Lucas did his canon, and I actually like this. Um, mm. Basically, anything that was made in the Star Wars universe was at least sort of canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like. Some of the characters, like him being force sensitive, I think came from the maybe card not game. that, but other things did come from that card game. When oh, they that's would explore cool. characters a little bit more, they would do that. Um, the other ones that I have are Jackson, who, if I remember right, Jackson was a green rabbit, uh, which. That's like literally all we know about him is we don't know his species. We know he's male. We know that he kind of viewed himself as competition to Hans, but in like a friendly, the the general like jovial smuggler competition way. Like he yeah, wasn't friendly rivalry. He, yeah, he wasn't an a hole that wanted to kill him. He was just he was like I'm better than you. You know the very yep. normal one. Um, and then I have Fox Train, uh, Amiza Fox Train, who she was kind of a darker one. She actually. She was associated with Jackson, and she was the one that actually betrayed Jackson and kind of, which kind of resulted in Jackson getting caught up with Solo and the Smugglers Alliance. If I remember all that correctly, she basically tricked them into delivering a bad or a faulty. Basically, the story was they were supposed to be delivering eggs, and she flipped the eggs without telling anybody and stole them. And then never like clarified. So Jackson, Jackson, yeah, Jackson took the fall, and in the process of getting out of that whole mess, I think that's how they that how that's I think that's how Jackson got caught up with Solo was the whole debacle with that. 
Um, the other one, let's see, Evazan, uh, Cornelius Evazan. He is a male Alaskan. Uh, a, Alaska, Alaska is the planet that he's from. He is actually along with, I think his name is Pondababa, uh, who is the Aqualish, who is that spider-looking guy. He was the one that tried to attack Luke and got disarmed literally in the uh, cantina which by the way talking about card games the trading card game for star wars had a card yeah. for called disarmament or disarmed and it was a picture of his yep. arm lying on the ground mm-hmm. yep. it was like it was one of my favorite cards it's like i remember that one entirely <laughs> that was a good one uh, the other one that i have is maz uh, Maz Kanata, uh, fire force sensitive. I have female Tacodian. T- uh, she is referred to as the Pirate Queen, and basically the only thing I really was able to figure out about her, just from the brief like dive that I was able to do, uh, was that her like her temple that we saw in God, what was that? Was that uh, Last Jedi? Episode seven, or is that yeah, Force Awakens? Seven. Force Awakens. Okay, uh, the the Jedi alarm clock, um, the uh, the temple that we that we see her in is that's hers. That's her base of operations, and she has established basically it's Switzerland. Like it's it's you don't bring you don't cause yeah, trouble. You, you don't you know talk on this. You'll see basically every icon that's ever appeared in Star Wars. Ever. Yes. Because I know I remember, I remember people losing their minds when they saw the Mandalorian um, yep. uh, banner fall or flying there. Um, the next one that I had was an, a gentleman by the name of Nabrun Leeds, uh, and again he was just uh, random. He was the one that he was randomly in episode four. He was in the cantina. He was the one that when the bartender yelled at C-3PO, he turned around. Like, literally. That's his yeah. That's that's his claim to fame. That's his, that's his role. That's his role in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Mis- miscellaneous man number 10. Um, <laughs> uh, the Master Codebreaker, which was a big... Okay, so the Codebreaker was the individual that we met who claimed that he was Codebreaker, but he was not the Codebreaker, Right. I was still it, confused at the end of the movie if he was actually he was the code breaker or if he wasn't. Yeah. Um source is unclear. Okay. I mean which which I, is kind I of the well, I that. I am glad that I was I'm not like missing something obvious that that was never made clear. Um and then the only other one that I had was uh Nian Nub uh who was the oh, Celestian yeah. that was a close yeah friend associate lover we don't really know of lando um friend friend okay we'll go with friend uh of lando during the battle of endor those were the ones that i was able to kind of hunt down i mean there were a lot talon card is a great smuggler uh is card canon though still no Um, right he's a good one too if you want to look into some of the older ones is what Mm -hmm. i was gonna say Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, card, um... Because I, I don't mean, I don't feel like they've expanded much on smuggling um, in the new canon, so it's a little difficult to, you know, discuss it. 
too heavily because like you said that's kind of all we've got is those mm-hmm. X characters. Yeah, I'm trying to think um I mean and the same can be said for the bounty hunters too. Though granted yeah. we had a stronger basis because of Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back and than also, we did with Smugglers. Um, and also um it's a little bit better there because they featured fairly heavily in Clone Wars, so a lot of them oh, got... Oh, okay. So, like, Bosk um, and all got, of them kind of showed up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Bosk, IG... Um, oh, IG-88. Aura Singh got a bunch of stuff in there, too. Mm, um, okay. Did Dengar show yeah, up? Yeah, I think... I think he shows up in the as a background character, but Dengar's oh, canon anyway, because he's in... Like, he shows up his ship shows up in one of the movies. One well, of the he, sh- he shows up. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He did show up in the prequels. Uh, he also like, so was obviously main and center in uh, Empire. Yeah. Though yeah, be, I'll so, be, I'll I be mean, curious how much they they play onto the Dengar Bob- Boba Fett connection if we ever get that Boba Fett movie. Yeah, I'm hoping that that's not on the chopping block. Yeah, I'm. Because like I, they said, they're going to yeah, scale right. back. But I was, I was really looking forward to that because the guy who did Logan is okay by me. That movie was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it would go a long way too to explaining the the after effects of uh, Return with Boba mm-hmm. Fett. Like, you know, how is Boba Fett still around? Is it still Boba Fett? Yeah. You know, whatever. Especially with the confusion that the prequels created with that whole mess of a situation correct but do we do we want to switch to or sorry go for what was it beard i was i was gonna say rebels kind of goes a little bit more into like the the boba fett idea oh okay okay that's the that's the only thing i would kind of bring up and granted uh i think if memory serves because it's been a while i think they also kind of did a little something with him in uh Clone Wars as well. Well, he was huge in Clone Wars. I don't yeah, know if he shows yeah. up. Okay, because he's, he's no, in Rebels, it. but I think oh. it's briefly. But I think it's like uh, for a little while. But yeah, I know he was big in in Clone Wars, and they wanted to kind of like build him up a little bit more. But anyway, yeah, he's he's sort of the the central figure when Ora Singh and Bosker and IG. Yeah, right. Did we want to jump into, I know you said you had a bit on the, like, underworld type stuff. Oh, I mean, that, we kind of covered it with smugglers okay. and okay. bounty hunters. That was kind of what I meant by underworld. The Moss Eisley Cantina, Jabba's Palace, which, yeah. I'm sorry, that was still, that's still one of my favorite collection of short stories. Yeah. Yeah, those were very good. That's just such a, it, it's such a hard, uh it's a hard scenario to to either glance over or to ignore uh, or to say that it wasn't either well-written or uh, that had something that everybody could enjoy. Cause I think that's the thing about like the us focusing so much on like the uh, non Jedi characters. Like I think mm-hmm. they're the ones that aren't either talked about too often uh, or are just not, uh, they're not expanded upon quite as much. That's one reason I still, like him a little bit more, I think, than than I do some of the other characters. Oh yeah, but again, no, I think I it totally plays back agree. towards like the 
and that's that, changing now, right? We're seeing a lot yeah. more. I think that's I, that's one on. of the thing that I really like about what Disney's doing is with the focus on you know non non Skywalkers again. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really kind of like that. I know I know again that's one of the more contentious debates, I guess. But as as I mean, the you got uh, both, you get both, right? We had rich and bountiful stories of a Skywalker centric Star Wars universe in the mm-hmm. Legends, and it's all still there. Mm-hmm. You know, now we can now we can explore a different. I mean, just think of it like a parallel dimension. Yeah, and there's That's there's a chance in this this new universe that Jason's not going to screw up everything, right? <laughs> or even exist. I mean, yeah. How beautiful <laughs> is that? A universe. <laughs> oh, Jason. <laughs> I know Dan was like super happy about that. <laughs> I think y'all are liking that a little too much. <laughs> oh man, it's not it's not so much Jason as what I Jason mean, becomes. Lost, let's let's be honest. We lost, there. we lost Jason and we picked up Kylo. It's win win. <laughs> oh man. Um and what what was the sorry I, I'm drawing a blank I was going to say what was the the second thing that you were saying you wanted Oh to... I want to talk a little bit about uh, the ending of Rebels but uh, I don't want to spoil mm. too much for Beard if he hasn't seen it So Yeah I'm going to say I haven't had a chance to really see anything see All right so maybe we'll go. maybe we'll save that for the third the third <laughs> the Star third Wars the third Star really? Wars recap yeah, oh, knows we're gonna have another one of them. Oh yeah, that's like that's like every time I put this and Halo on the the poll, it's like boop, boop, boop. <laughs> right. I guess say maybe next time I'll actually be like useful. <laughs> I mean, oh. I I would love to I would love to do one on uh on the ending of Rebels because I I have a lot to say about that. So I'm gonna say I had get seen that, that get that was... watch, talk about it in chat, and let's get it voted up. Yeah, I had seen it was. Uh... They they finally put it on Blu-ray, which is the only way that I'm able to really see them. But yeah, uh, for sure, I am I am absolutely looking forward to being able to dig into those. To be honest, because that that's Excellent. that is honestly like one of my my favorite uh, of all time kind of uh, animated features that they've put out so far. I think not even Kanan just for is, Star Wars. Kanan like, is probably my favorite Jedi. Yeah. All right. So, and then was there anything else really that I know the chat for this one was a bit light, <clears throat> which is why we kind of took liberty and jumped it. onto the to the the smuggler channel there with Solo coming out. Right. Yeah. No, I I can't think of anything. All right. Anybody else? No, I'm going to say, because that's the problem, like, with the EU getting cut down now at this point, like, there's, with not being involved in the last chat that you guys had, too, like, that was uh, one of the things that kind of ticks me off, is just the fact that there's not a lot of EU to really talk about anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, to, you know, to play defensive, which is really weird for this whole debate, because I'm kind of on the same page as you, <laughs> um, to play the defensive, too, on that, it's, you know give them credit they 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 only have been around the new eu's only been around for you know what three four years now Has it, it been hasn't long? been approaches a cautious approach is kind of okay with me uh, right well especially honestly, I, given I, what happened their... when they did it to a cautious approach <laughs> I, mean, I mean yeah 
I mean, you also saw we also saw what Lucas wanted the real the next trilogy to be, and you know, yep. prove yet again why he doesn't need to be involved. <laughs> but no, uh, and and I I'm like I have not been um, I have not been displeased by any of the movies really to be honest. Mm-hmm. I know there was I, a, I mean, like I said, I, I've got I've got both, so enjoy yeah, these for I what mean, they are. I have well, that, there's that too. Even if they aren't what I wanted out of Star Wars, like still enjoying them. Yeah, I I will not say that I'm the biggest fan of Last Jedi, but I will still say that I think it is a a fair film. I still say that it's a a fairly well crafted film, but it's 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 one of those it's one of those cases where it's uh, I I think that some that also watch Star Trek will understand what I mean by this. The new Star Trek films are great films, but they're terrible Star Trek films. And I feel like that's almost <laughs> like the, the newer Star Wars films are kind of like turning into, they, they feel like they're, they're that kind of boat, but yeah. And I think, I think one of the things that I saw I think, actually I the, the analysis of the last Jedi, and I really agree with this and I didn't, I didn't really recognize it until someone like, you know, it's one of the things you you're thinking and you don't realize it until someone else says it. Um, mm-hmm. It happens a lot for me. Um, but like, <laughs> They said, like, the ending of The Last Jedi, which, I mean, I guess, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, nope. it's been over. Up. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's been, it's, it's, the next one's out, people. If you haven't seen it, go, go watch it. Yeah, um, well, I'm going to say, if it's, if it's out on Blu-ray DVD, then at that point, I, I kind of say it's dead. But, like, up on it. but the ending, yep, that is the statute. The ending yeah. is, like, the best representative of a passive a pacifist refusal and an overcoming an army like oh, Skywalker. No, 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 that is beautiful. That was a great. Oh my that is... God. Of course. And then the, and the also is, the added the insult, the, the added insult of, uh, of the shoulder. Like, <laughs> it's like, yes, the yep. only thing, the only thing I could see, like the only thing that I had a slight problem with was Leia in the space. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, it's like, I know what you mean by it. I know right. where you're going with it. But like, no. Yeah. I was like, there. Uh, that was the only part of that, that movie okay that I really. That okay. I mean, and ultimately, I wasn't like super upset, but I was like, it took me a little bit to kind of be like, because uh, when I first saw it, I was like, really? Are we going to? Yeah, really. We're going to do this one. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. well, whatever. It works. <laughs> All right, well, I should call it a night, folks. You got to take off. Yeah. So Demo, yeah. Demo's got to take off, so that means that our, our lore expert is taking off. Um, we actually did not get any dispatches for this topic. We did get a dispatch, um, but it was for a different – it was an aspect of Destiny that we'll talk about uh, when we talk about it next, which will not be this week. It will be the following week. So quick reminder there. Um and yeah, and, and like I said, you know, this this uh, extra lore chat, we run the extra lore chats for a whole month, so I know that they can get a bit wary, you know, especially if you're in there every day, but definitely definitely weigh in on them because that gives us that gives us the fodder that allows us to kind of give a uh, kind of an idea of where we want to take the podcast. Uh, this is definitely going to be a, a shorter one, which which is fair. Um but that all being said, you want you guys want to do some really quick shout outs. Uh Demo, do you wanna lead us on the shout outs or the final thoughts? Um 
just a shout out to you guys for great community. Well, we well, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for being a part of that great community because it's people yeah, like you that make it a great community. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, Beard, what about what about you? Uh, well, obviously, if you're going to Guardian Con, I uh, hope to see you guys out there. If this hopefully gets published before we uh, we get out that way, I assume we got enough time, quote unquote. Yeah, to get I'm going to. Yeah, um, I'm, I should have it up tomorrow yeah. night. Tomorrow night or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, hopefully see you guys out there. Uh, you know, St. Jude podcasts are going on right now. There are a lot of uh, other ways that you can kind of like invest with the communities. Uh, I know the. Like Rare Drop is uh, is hosting some of the stuff for for us out there, so I'm looking forward to that because we'll actually be streamed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys, if you're not able to get out to the event, are able to see us there. So you can check us. Uh, and and I know Blue and I will be on a floor panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so big news there for sure. And I think that uh, is that has been confirmed that that's getting streamed, right? I think that's yep. Okay. Yep. But Bife was able to uh, to get that fully streamed out for us, so that'll be uh, that'll be be pretty cool. So we can outreach, of course, to everybody besides. But uh, that's my my only major thing uh, aside from like watch out if you are uh, interested in supporting like St Jude or anything like that. Like St Jude uh, streams uh, for donations, either for like hosted from Guardian Con or otherwise, are going on right now. Uh, I know that going into GC, we are like over a million dollars at this point, which I is believe amazing. One point four last time I checked. Yeah, w- which means that we're not even like in the event proper, and we're probably going to surpass our goal by the time we get there. Uh, so that's going to be absolutely fantastic and excellent to to see that happen. Uh, and I feel like next year I got to organize something for myself so I actually take part in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that I know the feeling. Um, speaking, actually, speaking of organizing something, uh, Bife has a uh, event. I think we'll get some information up in our chat and on our Twitter. But Bife is doing. Is it with WTF Gaming? I think is is uh, it yes. the yes, chan- is. the block that he's doing. Um, yes. So definitely keep an eye out for that and try to show up. If this if this hopefully gets live before that happens, uh, try try your best to show up and you know show some support for Bife. And though the guys, the awesome guys over at WTF, um, and then also just you know for the kids in general, mm-hmm. if you if you can't if you can't do monetary as we often say, if it's even if it's not monetary, even spreading the word about it helps because that's how you know that's how people get brought into it and get are even made aware of it. So it really it really goes a long way. Um, other than that, just wanted to say, you know, a big, a big thank you for everyone. I know this weekend was a little bit kind of wonky with the rescheduling that had to happen. Uh, we appreciate it. I appreciate your patience. We had a lot of, uh, a lot of kind messages actually on Twitter, which was kind mm-hmm. of a new, new experience for me. I, I'm not used to kindness from Twitter. Um, I was going to say I, kindness on I know, the internet. What I know. Is this? I liked it. We should try to do it more often, but, yes, um, everybody should try to do it more often. Let's be honest here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so a big a big shout out for for everyone being you know so kind about that rescheduling we understand you know that this is a shorter episode like i said but that being said we are going to be working on 
I'm hopefully going to have some kind of cool things at Guardian Con for everyone if you are there. Mm -hmm. And if you are not there, I know Green and I have chatted a little bit uh, about doing a giveaway. We surpassed 2,000 followers over on Twitter, and we wanted to, you know, do another giveaway just to, again, say thank you for, for everyone's continued support over there and everywhere, really. So. Yep. That all being said, we'll run through an outro and then I'll probably stick I'll probably stick around for a little bit of an after well actually a bit of an after show. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to our episode archives can be found at www.focusfirechat.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments or questions for our team concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. Also, be sure to check out all of our amazing partner podcasts within the Guardian Radio Network over on theguardiansofdestiny.com. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright.